This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Assalamu alaikum, hello Allah, and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Can long distance relationships last? Today, couples are choosing to live apart for many reasons, but can that spell the beginning of the end? Is that physical distance more likely to turn into an emotional one? The monthly Relationships Masterclass is back with Dr. Sheetal Keeney, clinical psychologist and couple specialist at Lighthouse Arabia. We're going to be talking the key to making a long-distance relationship work and how to avoid the pitfalls. You can share your questions and experiences on the text lines on 4215 or DM us on Insta at Pulse95 Radio. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. The number one reason people assume that a long distance relationship will fail is a lack of trust in terms of being sure the person will stay loyal to you. And although a lot of couples are in circumstances where they have to live apart, maintaining a strong bond can become challenging with anxiety over someone else replacing us creeping in. Do those kilometers, that distance, does that turn into an emotional distance? Here to take us through uh, that and so much more is Dr. Shi Talkini. Welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. So good to have you. Uh, of course, this is our monthly relationships masterclass. And um, we both just got back from traveling. I just got right. back uh, from Sydney. Um, and it got me thinking about um, the many couples who sometimes have to be in a situation where they are in a long distance relationship mm-hmm. and how that can that that can affect the dynamic between uh, the two people or even within the family where you know there are kids involved so let's kind of start from there and ask you know how how is that different how does that distance make that relationship different so if you think about a long distance relationship it, it really matters what the relationship has been like prior to the long distance so you know really big variable here because if you because a lot of people you know um do end up having to do long distance once they've been together for quite some time and they have a good foundation together but if you're starting your uh, your just dis- uh, your relationship in a long distance manner mm. you know you maybe you've been set up by a family and your to be fiance or you know your uh um, relationship, you, you meet someone that is in a different part of the world or a different part of the country um, and you kind of think, okay, maybe we can or maybe you do actually just start having feelings for someone and, and they, they're not they're not there. Um, so I think there are two kind of categories of where your starting point is. Um, so let's think about what we normally see, which is relationships where suddenly it's going to tr- transition from being together to being apart. Mm. Um a, you know, you talked about trust being one of the biggest variables. Um, so, I think that the the idea of whether or not you may lose someone um, can make you change the way that you act with your partner. So it's kind of um, ironic because a lot of times, you know, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. 
if I am nervous that my partner is going to cheat on me or is going to fall out of love with me, you know, I'm, I might get really clingy, I might become more controlling, I might become more possessive of their time. Paranoid. Exactly. But if you think about my own feelings, that's one. But two, how does that impact my actions? Um, because our thoughts impact our feelings, our feelings impact our behaviors. So if our behaviors are going to be you know, very controlling, we're not giving our partner any space. We want our partner to check in with us constantly. Um, just now think about it from the other person's perspective. You know, you are away, you're doing your own thing, you're, you know, you're being a good, uh, uh, you know, partner, spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend. And here your partner is constantly giving you, um, you know, either mean comments or they're constantly asking you to check up on them. They're being really controlling. That actually will push you away. Mm, exactly. So the fear that you have that your, your partner is going to run away from you or the partner is going to find a replacement if you start believing that, you will act in ways that might actually push your partner away. Exactly. So uh, how do you then get over that? Do you just kind of have to come together and just go, well, we're, you know, we're together uh, making that kind of um, the foundation of the relationship, making sure that that is strong before Absolutely. you have to go into living apart? Exactly. So. Um, to prevent the pitfalls of long distance, mm. um, one must really think about having a, a conversation and actually, I would say, maybe a series of conversations um, around, you know, how are we doing? What are the factors? What are the variables that we want to think about? So, you know, before a couple is about to embark on this long distance journey, I think there are a couple of things that um, they should be speaking about in terms of expectations. Yes. Expectations versus reality. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So, you know, you might feel very optimistic and say, oh, you know, we're going to um, Skype every night. We're going to um, text each other, you know, um, every hour. I don't know. You know, it's amazing that uh, there's technology and woohoo for all the, you know, online <laughs> availabilities. <laughs> but how realistic is that? Um, and you need to be able to speak up if your needs from your partner while you're away are different from your partner's needs from you. Yeah. Yeah. So there can be a lot of guilt if one person needs to stay in touch more than the other. Mm, 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 and there can be a sort of, you know, OK, sure, let, let's go with that. <laughs> you know, uh, of course, I will call you every night or of course, we will video call each other and I'll see you. Um, but depending on what the circumstances are maybe you are away because you're studying and you're you know in a really intensive degree maybe you have just joined a new job maybe you've just moved back in with your family I mean how realistic are these um, commitments that you're about to make to each other in terms of staying in touch yes so staying in touch is number one um, number two uh, is communication I mean and communication is just like super important in general but um how are we going to uh, let each other know you know what's going on in our lives um but how much are we going to keep sort of um relying on each other versus how much can we figure out by ourselves because if you think about it there's some couples who've been used to living with each other uh, or who have um you know like you've, you've been married for 10 years and this partner is your best friend you're always going to turn to them for whatever happens suddenly now you're away and you need to also cultivate 
your own resources around you you need your own social support wherever you are exactly so i mean you know despite social media despite the the ability to uh you know maybe uh, t- talk online as well they've got their own things going on exactly at that time so if you're if you're feeling like oh i need to talk to them i need to unload i've had the worst day whatever it is exactly you're not there you're not seeing what's going on for them as well yeah you a you don't know what's going on for them and b depending on time difference depending on a variety of variables yes. they may not always be there in the way that they used to but that's also not their fault and you know now your um, ecosystem is a little different so you need to also um, have some support around you and that's that doesn't make you a bad husband or bad wife or a bad partner to you know cultivate new relationships around you because you need that mm. and it and actually it doesn't take away from your relationship it actually makes you value it more yeah and that's it's kind of counterintuitive it's something that we were talking about uh, off air a little bit earlier about your responsibility to make sure you're happy to make yes. yourself happy and to find that around you bingo but at the same time as well for for your partner not to fear that they're going to be replaced by somebody else to fill that void. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. Dr. Sheeta Alkini is here. Uh, do text in your questions and comments uh, for her as well. 4215 is the text line and uh, also can get us at Pulse95 Radio. We're going to continue the conversation talking about, you know, timelines, benefits. Uh, are there really benefits to <laughs> a long distance relationship and how to avoid the pitfalls? More to come. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Yes, we are talking uh, relationships with Dr. Sheetal Kini and in particular today, long distance relationships and how uh, that can change the dynamic between uh, two people. It, it's really interesting, you know, talking about things like um, how, okay, there are different types of long-distance relationships and different timelines. Um, I, I guess that that has a big effect as well. You know, how mm-hmm. long is too long for you not to see your partner? Mm-hmm. So, you know, in the beginning, I think you said, we're going to talk about whether or not long-distance relationships can last. Um, and actually, the funny thing is that the relationship will only last if you know that the long distance is going to end mm. at some point. Yeah. You have to have uh, see the light at the end of the tunnel. Exactly. And, exactly. and so I guess, you know, that would be really important before you actually embark on it to kind of just go, this is our timeline. Yes. This is what we're aiming for. Because you have to have that thing to look forward to when you're going to see them. Exactly. And I think it also kind of prepares the brain a little bit mm-hmm. about, as, just like I said, you know, it's important to sit down, and have a talk about expectations. Similarly, you're mentally preparing yourself that, okay, this will be hard and it's hard work and I really have to go the extra mile. But I know that my prize at the end of the, at the, end of the day, you know, I know that I will reunite with my love and everything will be the way that I want it to be. Um, it's just this is a, a slightly difficult phase that mm. we're going to endure. Can there be uh, advantages to having time apart? You know, sometimes when you haven't seen somebody in a while, yes. then you see them again. And it's just kind of like you look at them with fresh eyes. 
and it might renew a little bit of that attraction. Is it a good idea to kind of do that anyway, you know, for that reason? Well, so 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 couples who see each other, um, you know, once every two weeks or maybe even um, once every few months, you kind of have this um, honeymoon effect, which is every time you see them, you know, you ha- you miss them so much, and you know, you kind of have that uh, gratitude mm-hmm. for that partner because sometimes you know you see something every day and yes. you 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 stop noticing. Um, so it really helps in that way for sure. And you don't know what you've got till it's gone, right? In As a way, the song goes. Exactly. And, the, you know, the, all these sayings, like distance makes the heart grow fonder. It, it is it is true because you will feel that. Um, and sometimes it can trick us a little bit. So what happens is couples who've been in long distance for some time now, um, when they eventually get together, like they're finally in the same place, they're like, wait, why aren't we experiencing that the highs that we would but yeah. those highs came with the lows and now there's more stability so you kind of give that up once you do end up not having long distance anymore so it is a nice uh, euphoria to see your partner after a long time and that that passion and that excitement and that kind of oh i'm in love again yeah it just kind of rekindles it's a nice benefit it, it it's is, a nice benefit it is a, a nice benefit but then you know are there pitfalls to that as well Yes. Um, so what happens is, especially, and this happens actually in um, parent-child relationships as well, when one parent's away for a very long time, mm. um, which is you want to make the most of time. I'm only seeing you for a week. I'm going to fly back out again, you know, far, far away from you. Yes, I was really upset about all those other things that happened while we were apart. But am I going to bring it up right now? Mm, I don't want to ruin it. Let's just let's just park it. Let's just not talk about it. I just don't want to ruin this time for us. And so over time, if you're not really talking about the problems, because it's too difficult when you're not in person and you don't want to ruin it when you're in person, that can cause resentment growing over the years. Wow. Uh, th- that is such an important point. Exactly. I mean, uh, you know, n- every relationship has its moments, has its problems as well. And so it's like, how do you do that then? Where do you fit that in? And and how does that work within that long distance dynamic? So I think the idea that, and this kind of, kind of it also evens um, the relationship out and it, it makes it less honeymoony, mm-hmm. so to speak, um, which is A, don't ever bring up issues where you can't sense tone. We are very um, instinctual, perceptual beings. And we take in a lot more from body language and tone than we do from words. So, I mean, if I had a penny for every time couples got in a fight because of WhatsApp, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, don't bring up an important issue on WhatsApp. <laughs> yes, please don't. Because you really can't sense tone and you really can't, um, you know, show any eagerness or willingness or calmness. Your body language, everything is not is even missing. in a voice message. Don't don't text me yeah. in and go, oh, but it was a voice message and yeah. she can hear me. No, yeah. If I can't see your face, I can I can really you know assume so many things it's, about. You can feel the energy of the person mm-hmm. when they're in front of you, when they're with you in the room as well. They don't have to say a single thing. Yeah, and and this is why I think that the the good middle ground is potentially. If you do have big issues to discuss and you're not going to see each other for a while, do it on video call. Better than WhatsApp, 
not as good as in person but at least you know you're seeing that person you can see their body language you can see their face mm-hmm. um you can stay with them in the silence and if it's if it's difficult um so that's one thing not to bring those things up and also if there are some things that need to get addressed when you do see each other after that long break it's okay if you do talk about it it's not going to ruin everything in fact if you're suppressing things then those matters those emotions will creep up anyways and ruin your vacation with each other or ruin your time together so might as well just air it out talk about it and then really be on the same page with each other because that's what's most important that is what's most important and to kind of keep coming back to that yes. as well uh, yes. but not through excessive communication as we mentioned but coming up next uh, dr sheetal uh, i think this is really vital if uh, you're in a long distance relationship that involves other family members your kids as mm-hmm. well uh, the impact that it can have on them we're going to be uh, talking about that and so much more next right here on life beats on pulse 95 this is pulse 95 you're listening to the life beats podcast life beats with sally musa only on pulse 95 We are talking uh, long distance uh, relationships with Dr. Sheetal Kini of Lighthouse Arabia and uh, you know Dr. Sheetal it's uh, interesting because in this region mm-hmm. um you know people come and go all the time and 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 we do see families saying uh well I, I think it's best that you know we live apart you'll see a, a lot of the time and I'd love to get what you see uh you know in your practice and in your work but you see you know the husband staying back here mm-hmm. uh and working and uh the rest of the family the wife and the kids going back to their home country mm-hmm. uh and um deciding to live there at least for a while and sometimes it it goes into years mm-hmm. uh as well and so i want to get your perspective on um you know what you see and and how that can impact the family dynamic sure so the biggest thing is with this is to ask yourself why You know why are we in this setup? Why are we living apart? Um and some cases, you know, it's really a um uh, decision that is a um a no-brainer because of the financial situation. Um you know, it's just too difficult to um live and support an entire family in in this part of the world. Maybe it's easier to, you know, save up money send it back home i mean we hear about this all the time mm. where one partner is is trying to save up and you know make a living and then and sometimes that that can be avoided but even so even then i would think to myself um what would i recommend to a couple that i would know who's doing this is you know there're a lot of unsaid um responsibilities and a lot of expectations that people put upon themselves especially dads um you know my heart goes out to them i think a lot of times um you know the male counterpart uh, is is thinking you know this is my identity this is my responsibility i'm supposed to be a really good provider and so i'll do my best and this is what's my ask you know this is why i was made this is what i had my children for my this my wife this is the societal expectation exactly and and then the question is to what extent you know and sometimes without the husband and wife communicating um the the husband thinks this is what my wife wants of me and the wife's thinking 
oh, I just miss my husband. Like, I, even if we had to live in maybe conditions that were not as nice as the ones we have now, I would much rather, you know, take a, a you know, a downgrade, but actually have my husband around and, and my for my kids to have my their dad around. Mm. Um, but a lot of times couples don't talk about this. Um, maybe it's uncomfortable. Maybe um, they don't know whether they're overstepping. I don't know. Sometimes there are insecurities around this, but this is a really, really fundamentally important conversation to have. I think there's that fear as well of, you know, if uh, the, the husband is kind of suggesting this as well, um, you know, of the, the wife may be thinking, well, I want him to feel like I support him. Mm. You know, I support in him in, in what he's thinking and, and what he wants us to do. Um, and, you know, you, you have that thing that it's only going to be for a while. It's yes. only going to be for for a year or two years, but sometimes it becomes a lot longer. And then you have to ask yourself, why is it becoming a lot longer? Is it because somewhere the relationship is also getting fractured and now it's easier to be apart? Is it because we really need to stay apart? You know, are you actually checking in with each other every so often and saying, how is this working for us? Is this working for us? Um, and then think about the kids. So something I see a lot in my practice um, is that it's not necessarily about one partner living here, another partner being away is also the, the concept of the traveling partner. So traveling for work. So family, wife and kids are here. Mm. Husband has to keep going away sometimes once a week, sometimes most of the month. Out, yep. of, out of the country um, and I know that work can really be challenging but what happens is also that same honeymoon effect comes up where you know I'm only here for a little bit so I want to spoil the kids I want to have fun with the kids um, that might throw a wrench in mom's rules and discipline in the household um, and again a, a very d different relationship with that parent because it's like you know at the same time as well you want them to be on the same page as you when it comes to discipline, when it comes yes. to what you're teaching your kids as well. Yes. And that can be difficult if you're acting, you know, in, in a way that, oh, I'm, in, I'm only here for a really short period of time. I'm fun dad. Yeah, the fun dad. Yeah. So it becomes good cop, bad cop in the relationship. Yes. And I mean, I, it's, it's really stressful for both parties as well because, mm. you know, here we have dad husband who has been away for a very long time wants to just feel welcomed by his family and wants to feel loved by his wife and here's wife sitting i've been you know super stressed out with this like two three kids and just managing everything by myself like i want you to come and give me a break maybe or, you know, kind of all the things I haven't been able to talk to you about. Let's talk about them. And, and that resentment just builds up. Of, exactly. You know, who's been doing what? And, you know, he'd be thinking like, well, I've been working. And I've yes. been alone and I've been working. And, you know, so why are you so, you know, what if why you get to be with the kids? <laughs> you know, I have to be alone. Yeah. I want you, um, in just a moment, we're going to come back, uh, Dr. Sheetal, and I want you to talk to us about, and I think this is vitally important, the emotional impact mm. that separation can have. Uh, if, if it's not something that you're forced to do, that the separation can have on not just uh, your spouse, but also your kids yes. being away from them. More to come here on Life Beats. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95.
Talking uh, long-distance relationships and uh, Dr. Sheetal, I think uh, one of the most important things to think about here, uh, especially when uh, you've got kids involved, Mm -hmm. is uh, the emotional impact that it can have on them. Okay, if you're spending a year, two years, three years, um, what kind of an impact can that have on uh, the emotional attachment of a child to their parents? Okay, that's a great point. So um, I was talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs with you a while ago. Um, And what that is essentially is that as human beings, um, we have some very basic needs. But after they have been met, um, you know, we can't keep just loading up on the same basic needs. We need to go to the next level and the next level and so on and so forth. And the very basic is obviously food, water, and above that is shelter, you know, which we think about in terms of will you have a good job will you have a good you know uh, salary would you be able to feed clothe yourself and you know have a, a good enough standard of life but then above that comes love mm. um, and above that comes um, respect and and you know kind of um, feeling good about yourself in the community and the thing is that um, how much emphasis do we put on the first two which is basically about being able to Um, provide the basics for your family and when I was talking about this earlier with you a lot of um, you know men because of societal expectations I guess um, the expectation is you you provide and you you do the best you can um, and that above all like financial security is the biggest thing Um, and so say you're doing okay financially but you get this really great opportunity where you could be making so much more money that you could secure your child's college and grad school and wedding and so on and so forth the next baby shower you know you could say have a fortune because of this job but it would require you to stay away from your kids okay so you are basically saying i will provide all this financial stuff and it'll be it's all for my kids i'm doing it for my kids i'm not doing it for myself exactly and no person for a good reason yeah exactly um but then actually if you think about the hierarchy of needs the the money aspect can only provide so much because after the basics are met what a child what a human being what you really need is a solid emotional attachment is the love and there's no amount of money or future savings that can make up for that so you you may think you're doing the right thing by by securing a really great financial fortune for your kid but if you're away for them from them for like three four years for an extended amount of time you know what kind of relationship will you be having with them and the emotional impact on them is just it's, it's completely devastating really for them to not have their dad or their mom in their life that way. Have you seen, uh, you know, relationships like this uh, in your practice? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the sad part is that it just results in sadness. You know, you hear you have a dad who is working super hard and staying away because they're thinking, you know, I'm going to put my kid through the best college and this, that and the other. And they come back whenever they come back to see their kid. Their kid's not listening to them. And why are they not listening to them? Kid says, who, who are you to tell me anything? You're never there. And this has honestly happened. I've heard this numerous times, numerous times. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking for the dad who thinks, how ungrateful is my kid? And it's heartbreaking for the kid because 
she's thinking, where's my dad? It's incredible. Yeah. It's just a lose-lose. You know, because <laughs> so much happens in those years and those years where you're growing up. It's, it's a whole, completely different thing to have, you know, your grown child, you know, have to move away and, you know, th see them once every, uh, you know, a couple of years maybe. Yeah. Uh, but as they're growing up, you need to be there for each other, don't you? Absolutely. Um, especially, I would think, in the very nascent stages of your relationship, whether it's early years of marriage or early years of bringing up your child, particularly then you are very vulnerable and you need to nurture that. If, if you know, for some reason you need to be gone a little bit later in life, the emotional impact may be, you know, you could recover a lot faster from that. Just kind of how we started the show, the foundations of the relationship need to be solid. You know, so that it can endure the the pain of the the, the distance. Exactly. Um, so it, another kind of uh, scenario uh, that happens is, you know, when the kids are old enough to get to university. Yes. And then, the, you know, the, a decision has to be made. You know, does the husband stay back to work while mom goes off with the kids and help them, you know, get settled at uh, at uni and that kind of thing? What would your advice be in this situation? So at this point, you know, you have done an amazing job of raising your child, you know, with all the values and, and all the uh, traits and, you know, develop their personality. They've developed a personality and, and they've become their own person. You know, they're, they're about 18, 17 when they're going off to college, mm -hmm. university. So your job is done. You know, you're, you're, you've, you've really invested in this, um, in this parenting bit. And I think in, in one of our other shows, I was talking about how the attention goes away from the, the husband-wife relationship when you have kids, which is fine. It's part and parcel of the journey. But when your child is ready to go away to university, that is actually a perfect time for you to rekindle your relationship with your partner. And... Who actually needs you at that time, at that phase in your life when you're in your 40s, 50s? Is You need that companionship with your partner. Your child who's 17, 18, that child wants to now explore, wants to become their own person, wants to invest in friendships, wants to learn how to be independent. They don't really need you. It's actually you who need them. That's the reason why you're going? That's 100% true. <laughs> you know that's true. Yeah, it's your own anxiety. Yeah. Um, and sometimes when... The letting go is hard. The letting go is hard. The letting go is hard. So hard. And, you know, you... And I, I've, I've I have got like four years to go <laughs> and I'm dreading it right now as we speak. <laughs> you know, look, I'm, I'm, I would say absolutely go and help them get settled in, right? Mm. But that takes a month, max. You don't need to stick around any longer than that. You don't need to be living there for them to be okay. In fact, you would be showing them a great vote of confidence that I know that you can manage by yourself. So it's your partner. It's your partner who needs you. Yeah. <laughs> Go back. Exactly. Go back and be with your partner. <laughs> the, the kids will be all right, as they say. Absolutely. And, you know, again, it's, it's kind of like, you know, some relationships need that distance. And I think that now completely changing topics in a way, your child needs that distance from you to be able to become their own person. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I think we've come to the end of the show. <laughs> but that that is an amazing point to leave on. And uh, I can just th this is a whole new show. 
just yeah. from that one statement alone, <laughs> which is why we love having you so much, Dr. Shitalkini. What an absolute pleasure, as always. So good to have you back. It was it was my pleasure. Thank you so much. Next time we were talking uh, in the break. The plan is next time we're going to be talking about spouses who work together mm-hmm. and are in business together as well and all of the aspects around that. So I'm really excited for that. Me too. <laughs> Thank you so much. Coming up next, meet the U.S. schoolgirls who are making sure that young Muslims see themselves in the books that they read. That's in the next hour right here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.